So this is Adulting with Rebecca Adams. Hello and welcome to Series 2 of So This Is Adulting. I'm continuing my quest to become a fully rounded adult today with the help of YouTuber Josh Peters, who will talk to me about the importance of not taking life too seriously. Before I chat to him, let me tell you a story. I come across as a fairly confident person, but deep down, I am a little panic freak. My motto is YOLO, yet I literally don't do that. In 2017, I was working in Canberra, Australia, which for all you people who don't know, is the capital territory of Australia and where all the politicians hang out. I did like my job as I was working in radio, but looking back now, I took it way too seriously. But back then, I thought that this job was going to give me the job of my dreams and make me into a millionaire. So I made sure that I did a perfect job at any task I was given, whether it was producing a breakfast show, presenting something or writing a running order for a show. I would literally do anything in my power to make sure that I was ahead of everyone when in hindsight what I was after was not life-changing at all. There was one time in particular that me and my colleague who is my friend might I add were both wanting to become a full-time producers of a breakfast show as we knew that the current one was leaving. I found out that my friend was asked before me for this job and oh lord did I not like that. I remember feeling so distraught like as if someone had just told me that my house burned down the content director aka the show's boss agreed to have a chat with me about this so for guilt he agreed to share the producer shift with me and both my friend I got what I wanted, but you could so tell that he didn't give this to me for my talent, but because he couldn't be bothered to hear me moan anymore. When me and my friend were getting trained for this job, I was ignoring her like a little brat and was being very standoffish. I wish someone told me that this wasn't a big deal and shook that out of me, but unfortunately they didn't. After training, I don't know what hit me, but I ended up apologizing to her and told her why I was acting like that and that she didn't deserve this treatment at all. Who cares if she got the job and I didn't? I should have been encouraging to her and not a spoiled little bitch. And plus, this situation was so trivial. I made it into such a big deal when it literally wasn't. Luckily, she is a nice lady and understood and decided to still be my friend still to this day. And now she's absolutely slaying it in Australian radio right now. And plus, a few months after my tantrum, I got a producer job in television. So I literally wasted a whole week on taking this radio producer situation too seriously. It's actually embarrassing at how I took this radio situation so serious. Yes, go for what you are wanting and you can work hard to do so, but life is way too short. So I now thankfully don't take life that serious in situations where it doesn't need to be. So this is adulting. So to help me understand the importance of realizing life doesn't have to be so serious, I'm joined by Josh Peters. Hi, Josh. How are you? (laughs) Hi, I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm good. So we're just discussing before the recording. So we're both in two different countries. I always find it so weird. So you're in London at the moment? Yes. Yeah, I'm in London. Uh, So how's the past few months been for you? It's been fine. I moved into a new house in January. I only got back to actually England in January because I was in South Africa. I went in November to see my family and everything for Christmas. And then I got back here in January. And then I've had like time to set up the new house I'm living in with my girlfriend and friends who live here. So that's been like cool to keep me busy. 
but yeah, now it's sort of like everything's done. So quite excited for things to hopefully open up at some point soon. Yeah. Well, your household looks like so much fun because I follow you on social media and you're always doing some fun stuff. Is there like ever a night where you're not, I guess, having fun? Everyone's always seems like everyone. It just looks like we're having fun. We're actually all manically depressed, uh, but we're just really good at making it look like we have a, a good time. So as long as that's coming across, then that, that's great. It does. No, no, it does. So you just said you just visited um, South Africa. Was that difficult, I guess, to leave? Because I know with me, when I'm leaving Australia in my well, soon, I'm, yeah, I'm trying not to take it so serious, but uh, how did you feel like leaving your family, especially during a time like this where you don't really know when we can travel? Yeah, it's always like sad to go. I moved to England in 2015. um, So like, and I always go back for December for Christmas and everything. So I guess I'm used to that, like going for a month or two and then leaving. Um, But yeah, it's always sad. And it is like a bit uh, anxiety provoking, I guess, knowing that or not knowing what's going to happen and if I can get for sure visits again like in the next Mm. year or if they can come visit me because they normally come visit me in July um, in England, my parents, but I don't think that'll be really be possible this year, which is um, sad. But yeah, as much as I love going back for a month or two, it's also always quite exciting to come back to London. It's such a cool city. I love it. Yeah, no, same with me. But what are you, so what are you currently up to in London? Because obviously the lockdown has really stopped everything. So for those yeah. who don't know, like you are a YouTuber, you're the, I want to say the king of pranks. I want to say that. <laughs> Can I put that title on you? You're the king of pranks. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you just seem like you're always having just fun with the content that you make. Um, but what are you currently up to at the moment? Because obviously you can't really go out that much. Yeah, so I mean, it's been really tough to make videos because of the lockdowns. So I work with a guy named Archie, um, who I have the channel name with. Um, and we've basically just been looking at ways to try and make videos that are sort of suitable for lockdown, which is really hard for us because a lot of what we do involves going around and, and jumping on the back of different events and doing different crazy things. But like, I feel like we've developed two or three quite good ideas now that we're working on that will hopefully be able to come out in like the next few months. The videos we make do take a lot of time and then they often don't work. So there has been like a few videos since our last upload that we've like worked on, but they just didn't work out. So hopefully in the next month, we'll have something cool to put out. Other than that, we are working on doing a like longer form type show for a Facebook page called The Hook, which is like they have asked us to create a bit of concept format for them and we're doing that for them we what else have we been doing we're working on a podcast which is quite exciting and then just our our youtube stuff so yeah hopefully we'll have something to show for our work soon yeah well well, you're i think you said you i think you're underestimating yourself because you're saying that your content with archie has been all right your content with archie so far in lockdown has been great because i saw the one that you did you somehow managed to get people to believe they're coming on foot was it jimmy fallon and then james corden like that is like no one has done that from what i realized so that is really good content how did that come about though like did you want to do it to prank them or did you just do it because you're like okay, we're in lockdown, let's just put some laughs at people. Is that your motive to always get someone to laugh at the end of the day? Because it made me laugh. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> um, I suppose the motive was to like see if it were possible 
to trick celebrities into thinking they were talking to to online show hosts when in fact they were talking to a computer or recordings of a show host. <laughs> and the idea, the idea came about, we were watching Piers Morgan on Good Morning Britain and he was interviewing a journalist and asking her a bunch of questions with reference to a um, newspaper that he was holding up like on the other end of Zoom. So he was holding up a newspaper for her to read and he was like saying like, look at the front page. And she was like, Piers, I can't see it because you, they've told me to set the camera up so that I can't see you. I'm looking into a lens. And we were like, oh, that's uh... interesting. When these big shows, yeah, when these big shows are doing um, their interviews, it seems like a lot of the time the people on them can't actually see. They can just hear. So that yeah. gives the idea, shit, maybe this is possible. So we tried it um, using the James, uh, James Corden's show as a, like, first trial and we got a few celebrities with it like molly may and tommy fury and craig david and a bunch of people and then it was working so well we like basically couldn't believe how smoothly it was going mm. we thought who's the like most unapproachable person in the world right now that would just be impossible to get <laughs> under normal circumstances you know who might come on because they think it's jimmy fallon we changed it to jimmy fallon for for this person and that was at the time carol baskin because it, i think it was sort of summer last year july last year where any everyone everything that anyone could talk about was tiger king was them, so, yeah yeah so we sent her an email like not thinking we'd get anything back and then we did and then yeah that's how that video came about that's so funny it's funny because they're laughing at it it's not like you were just like doing anything to pick on them no. it's just generally funny content and hey they got them pressed at the end of the day so they can't really yeah. complain you know yeah i think it was hopefully done in the right you know we were a bit worried about that but what was so cool was afterwards um sort of straight afterwards carol baskin put out a statement saying like i thought the video was so fun um, it was such a funny prank. And also I'm super happy because I wanted to get my, she calls it her call to the wild, which was like a charity shout out for her charity. She said she wanted to get that out to, <laughs> wanted to get that out to millions of people on the Jimmy Fallon show, but she happened to do it in a different way. But as long as the message went out to people, that's what she was uh, happy with. So. Yeah. Well, it worked. It worked. And I thought it was brilliant. So we just like described that obviously you've done some like YouTube videos and stuff, but to anyone that might not know, if you don't know, just Google it. Um, what can you describe like what you do for work? Would you say you're a YouTuber or a content creator? Oh, any of the above really. As long as you don't call me an influencer, I'll be happy. Yeah, oh, <laughs> influencer. No, seriously, I still don't get it. Like, what's the? I don't care what the definition. Of, like, don't get me wrong. I've worked with some really nice influencers before because sometimes yeah, I do no, like publicity. So you take photos and pop it on social media, and you get—is that your job? I still don't get the word influencer, so I won't call you an influencer, Josh. I get it. Like, I don't have a, a massive problem with anyone who's an, an influencer. Obviously, I just think it's quite like a, you know. If you walked into a room of people and someone introduced you as Josh the influencer, you're gonna have a pretty tough time yeah. sort of turning people's opinion opinions around of you. So it's just a, it's just one of those words I think that has negative connotations, unfortunately. Yeah, no, I get what you mean. So you do prank people. Is that do you think that's because you don't take life so seriously? No, with pranking people, I think often there's a reason for what we do, whether it's like trying to prove a silly point or in the instance of when we did something to Katie Hopkins, 
that was a bit more serious because she is perhaps someone who warrants that kind of treatment. But in terms of like our general pranks, we try and always have some sort of question we're answering, so to speak. Like we did a video where we told reality stars that they were on a, they were reading for a show, but in actual fact, it was us just getting them to say silly things. And I suppose the point of that was, will a reality star say anything you want them to say if you pay them? And that's essentially what ended what ended up happening. I mean, the one girl, we asked her if she could say that having two fridges and leaving them open is a good way to combat climate change because it helps cool down the planet. And she said that. So it, oh it is. I think that's an interesting, like, you know, con- like do people when they're getting paid care about what they say, especially when they have like an audience who listens to them? Yeah, well, I think now, especially that our generation is really social media based, because I feel like back in the day when people were coming into the entertainment industry, it was, I didn't feel like it was, it's a lot about social media, like how many likes you get. You know, when you were growing up, have you always been the joker? Because I know with me growing up, I've always been like the class clown, let's say. But personally, I do tend to take things a bit too seriously. Like small things I don't take serious. Like big things I don't I, I don't yeah. take serious at all. But it's just the small things. Yeah, like climate change, I don't care. But if you take my sandwich, <laughs> I'm going to be pissed off. Growing up, I was, yeah, I suppose I was quite like, I was really lucky that I went to um, a really forward-thinking school in, uh, it's called Oak Hill, in a, a little town called Neisner in South Africa, which is quite rare for South Africa because South Africa is pretty like traditional in a lot of ways. So it was quite rare to have such a forward-thinking school and it really allowed myself and Casper, uh, who's my roommate, Casper Lee, I'm sure you all know, such a, such a ha- household name when it comes to online talent and it really gave that the school okay i feel like gave us ability to be real like extroverts and express ourselves and not feel like insecure about you know having opinions and discussing things and having a bit of a personality so i think that that did help a lot yeah i went to a very, i went to a, like a massive like catholic school like I probably shouldn't name it, but they were very strict, very Catholic schools in Australia are very, very strict. So I had colored hair and they would always get, um, they let you do that. That's the thing. They wouldn't let me, but they'll let like, maybe like the A, like the people that are getting A's to get it. Yeah. Like they can have all the color in the world, but with me, they just assumed I wasn't, I'm like, it's it's about the grades. It's not about the color of the hair. So I was always trying to prove a point, but it was a good school, (laughs) but I went to a Catholic school. So I think my hair wasn't even dyed. And at school, I had to tell people, look at my grades. It doesn't matter about the color of my hair. Don't (laughs) make fun of me. I don't know. But do you think it has got to do with school? Like about, because I feel like, like when I was a kid, I never used to think about anything, you know, like death wasn't a thing and like I was like yeah. laughing at everything. But do you, think you didn't consider growing- much. You were just sort of one thinking about your next meal and maybe like exactly. what was on TV that night. Do you think it's got something to do with the way we are not really brought up, but maybe maybe schools need to maybe teach it a bit differently? I, be- I guess do you think I just put too much pressure on us basically is what I'm trying to say? Definitely. I don't think it's all down to schooling. I think like – a lot of the what happens in your early life is like kind of shapes the person you become. Like there's that quote, which is something like we're all projections of our parents' problems or something like that. Like they project yeah. all of their problems onto us and then that's like they come through through us. So I think that's a huge, I think it's a, largely like your family and how you're mm. raised and then school, of it, school obviously as well. Um, 
but yes, definitely a lot of that comes from school, I think. But your whole sort of early life, family, school, friends, it's all important, I think. So I did mention before, I do take life a bit too seriously. And for me, I don't just want to assume that you don't take life seriously, but what kind of mindset do you think people have to be in to not take life as serious? When I'm talking about not taking life so serious, I don't mean like don't speed, don't do anything that could maybe put you in jail. I'm not saying that. I'm saying like small things. I guess if you think about the fact that anything you do probably won't matter in about a million or even a thousand years and probably no one will remember who you are. Um, So if you're really stressed out about something, don't worry about it too much because ultimately it's not going to matter. Now you might not believe that, but that's at least for me how I um, think about things sometimes if I want to take things less seriously. Yeah, it's true though. Because I feel like, yeah, yeah small things don't are not going to really matter so much. That's what my dad says, actually. <laughs> like, for example, someone who is so famous and, like, so important. And um, is it – see, I can't even remember his name. But is it Larry King who just died? He did, yeah. He just died on the 23rd of January. If you think about someone that famous, I just had to rack my brain to even remember his name, which is so crazy. Like, he was such an important, famous person – and I'm sure aside from his like friends and family, like now he's dead and like life just goes on, which mm-hmm. is both sad and I guess can be a good thing if you want to think about it like that. Like, you know, it doesn't it's not gonna matter all that much one day when you're gone, so you might as well just have as much of a good time as you can in the present. Exactly. Has there been any scenarios though where you've taken life a bit too seriously? I think sort of all the time and I need to remind myself not to take life too seriously it's easy to get really stressed out especially when you're like caught up in a bubble or in a moment like especially living in London you can worry about things that don't matter too much especially doing uh, YouTube and stuff for a job you can worry about how many views your videos are getting and how much money you're making and all those ultimately meaningless things that uh, seem to consume us so much and then ultimately just make us more and more unhappy. Yeah. Well, you're only human, Josh. You can't always be yeah, the king of pranks every day, you know. So I do want to talk about your pranks. So you did mention a bit before about your pranks. So you have hit the headlines in the past with a couple of years for some pranks on celebrities that you mentioned. So Mm -hmm. talk me through, like, what made you exactly want to do them in that time? Like, why haven't you really thought about doing it before? Is it because just because of that Good Morning Britain segment? So, I mean, I guess it's different every time. Like, all of our videos have sort of their own story in a way. So, yeah, as I explained for the uh, Carol Baskin uh, video, that came around because it was lockdown and there was a unique scenario where late night shows were interviewing people over Zoom. So, we wondered if we could, like, hack that somehow. Um, And we managed to, which was fun. Then with Katie Hopkins, I was obviously a bit more serious i've been aware of her for quite a few years for the video she always sort of aggravated me by a lot of what she said i thought she was quite like she would purposefully rile people up and the thing with her is that she's not stupid she's actually quite smart and knows exactly what she's doing when it comes to um provoking people and 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 making people angry about certain things and giving Mm -hmm. them reasons to be angry for things and her whole mantra is freedom of speech so 
we came up with a video where we would use that against her and apply our own freedom of speech to um, mock her publicly, essentially. And yeah, that involved us setting up the Cape Town Collective for Freedom of Speech, which is a uh, not a real thing. I mean, I guess it is a real thing now because we made it up, but <laughs> it had never existed before. She, I suppose, was like a victim of her own ego in a way because she didn't think to question us. We sent her an email. There were loads of clues on the website that we linked to for her that where she could have looked and, and seen that we were not real. And then, yeah, she flew to Prague and in a room full of people she thought were like-minded to her. She gave us a bit of a expose on, on the way she really is and what she really thinks, which was captured in that video. And then, yeah, shown to everyone on, on our YouTube channel. So that was a pretty unique video, I think, in terms of its motive and everything. Did she get angry afterwards? Like, was she one of those celebrities? Because it seems like she gets angry about everything. Did she? Was she like, "What? Why? Where's my award? Didn't I get an award?" Because she is very yeah. confrontational. I I bet she did. I mean, she so she like <laughs> skipped home that night with her trophy in her hand, so she wouldn't have known it was. She knew nothing was. She didn't know anything was wrong until I suppose the video came out a few days later. So uh, one of the comments that made me laugh on the video was, um, "I can imagine Katie watching this video and slowly, dejectedly getting up and taking her trophy off the mantelpiece and throwing it in the bin, because yeah, up true. until that point she would have she would have thought it was a real trophy." Well, it's hard to feel sorry for someone like Kate Hopkins. I don't judge people, but she hasn't exactly come across as the nicest person in the world. I'm sure she might be lovely to well just from what i've been watching you know like on her appearances so it's kind of hard to feel sorry for someone like that if that makes sense and i take it you haven't kept in touch with kate (laughs) no i i did actually run into her outside my house funnily enough i used to live um right by the american embassy in london and there was uh, the black Lives matter protests happening last year sometime and I walked straight into her, which was really random. Oh, no. What happened? She, like, sort of tried to ignore me, and then I went to speak to her, and she just wouldn't, like, talk to me or engage with me, really. <laughs> She's ignoring um, you. She's angry. Yeah. <laughs> so it was pretty awkward, but I can understand. I can understand why. So, yeah, that was that was really random, though, that she was, like, right outside my house. Okay, cool. So the importance of having fun. So how important do you think making sure your life is fun when you have to deal with everything that like an adult throws at you? I think it's vitally important to make your life as fun as possible. I think also that people sometimes mistake fun for just doing something that seems fun in that moment. I think you can achieve more than fun and maybe even happiness if you sacrifice sometimes things in the present for a bit of a payoff in the future. So that you're not always just going for like immediate fun. You're actually sacrificing sometimes to find a bit of happiness or fun in the future. And there's obviously a balance with that. You don't want to just um, never have fun and just work the whole time. But I think it's it's important to balance it both ways. You can't just be having fun the whole time because that, you know, fun's only fun because it's a rarity. Uh, it's mm. like yin and yang. You, you know, you can't have fun without bad times, or you can't have sadness without happiness. So yeah, you got to just um, enjoy it when you when you can, and um, also put work into your life in, in areas you want to grow and develop in. 
Yeah. Like, I think people might just assume that you have to be like loud and confident to have fun or not take life so seriously. Do you think like someone that might be a bit shy in their personality or be really reserved can still, I guess, not take things so seriously? Do you think it's a personality thing or do you think it's just a mindset thing? No, I think, you know, only the person themselves knows inside if they're having fun or not. So, yeah, I don't think it, it, you know, can come down to any sort, all different types of personalities and certainly people have fun in different ways and um, enjoy themselves in different ways. Um, So I, I think it's, yeah, whatever, whatever makes you happy pretty much. Yeah. I do want to know your opinion on something because you're a YouTuber. Obviously, we've established. So, all YouTubers seem to be going down the boxing route. Um, Would you ever consider doing that? Maybe you and Casper Lee or? (laughs) I've done a a boxing match for charity before, actually, which uh, was cool. I really enjoyed it. I don't know if I'd do it to like be filmed and well, it was filmed actually, but just sort of for charity. But I, no, I don't think I'd get involved in the whole like YouTube drama and boxing beef, so to speak. I think that's best left for other people. Yeah. So do you think Jake Paul and KSI will fight? Who answered that? I think it was like Logan. No, Logan Paul and KSI have already fought. But do you think Jake Paul and they KSI? Already fought, will, yeah. Do you think they'll uh, fight? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure they will. There's a, a lot of money to be made. So they're like such entrepreneurs, all these guys, and they are literally creating the rules for the world now in terms of entertainment and mm. they're making a lot of money from it. So I think it's I think it's great. And yeah, I do think at some point it will probably happen. Yeah. Cool. So to round things up, what would you say is the one thing you shouldn't do when you're trying to pursue a fun lifestyle? I think to not worry about your end goal as much as like, don't make that your only thing because when you get there, then, then what you got to just try and enjoy your process as much as you can. And that's not to say like, just lie around and do nothing all day, but like enjoy the process of what you're doing because that's probably what you'll look back on the most fondly. Yeah. And what would you say is the key to having a fun life? The key to having a fun life, I think, is surround yourself with friends. The right, I think, to surround yourself with the right type of people, and then also to realize, like, I think we're we have a lot of us have this misconception that like we're just meant to be happy all the time, and like that's what life's meant to be, and like you because of the way we were brought up and movies we watched and all the media we consume, we think like you're just meant to be happy all the time. But I don't think that's actually true. I think life's like (laughs) mostly pretty shit. And that's like something people need to just be more open about, you know, everyone's so scared to say that something's like shit and everyone wants to be seen to be having fun all the time. But if you can realize that like life mostly is like suffering um, and you you know, you you work on yourself and on your life in order to have the good times. Um, but if you can realize that, you know, you're not meant to be happy and, and having a brilliant time all the time, that's fine. I think that's a really important thing to try and remember. And it's really hard, especially in the world we live in, because 
you're constantly fed people supposedly having fun all the time when mm. they're probably not. And they're, you know, they're, they're the, the person's Instagram you're looking at is probably looking at your Instagram and you're both thinking how you're both sad basically because you're thinking how much fun everyone else is having. So I think just try and always remember that, you know, it's not, it's not wrong to not be happy basically. And like the happiness comes and the sadness comes and just got to be okay with that. Yeah. Well, where can people find your funny videos? They can find you on Instagram and YouTube. YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, all of those, all of those things. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm all over the place. And then hopefully, uh, you said you're doing a Facebook show. Did you say was it a Facebook show? I think it's going to go on Facebook. And it's going to go on Facebook. It's, um, it's done by the hook, which I like a big Facebook page, but we haven't started filming it yet. But uh, hopefully as soon as things ease up a little bit, we can start filming. But that should be quite fun. I look forward to watching that. Well, thanks for coming on, Josh. That's a pleasure. Thank you very much for having me. So this is adulting. Thanks to Josh for joining me on this episode. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. And I'll see you soon.